Good morning, beautiful, and welcome to this audiobook where I read Osho Trust. Um, I don't know if I'll be able to get through the whole book because I'm on limited time, but I will get as get through as much as I can. I will put the chapters that I get through. Um, I may continue this even after our anniversary, but I'm going to read through the book as if it was an audiobook. I'll put in if if I have like a stray thought that I want to let set free i will make sure to to let you know i will explain it i need to find a way to get comfortable because i'm be, i'm gonna be reading for a long ass time but yeah hopefully you enjoy my audiobook i know you've read the book before so you probably it's nothing like cool or new but i don't know if i'll be able to sit like this for this long shoot This was a, okay, I think this kind of works. Okay, there you go. I'll make it work like this. It's the, right now the microphone is in the crook of my arm. And uh, if I move, it will fall out. So, yeah, hopefully I don't get interrupted. Unless you text me, I will have to reply. Oh. What the frick? Okay, I'll, I'll talk to you about that later. Prologue. Prologue. This is it. The distinction is very subtle, but it is the same distinction as there is between the mind and the heart as there is between logic and love, or even more appropriate, as there is between prose and poetry. A destination is a very clear-cut thing. A destination is a very clear-cut thing. Direction is very intuitive. A destination is something outside you, more like a thing. A direction is an inner feeling, not an object, but your very subjectivity. You feel the direction. You cannot know it. You cannot know the destination. You cannot feel it. Destination is in the future. Once decided, you start manipulating your life toward it, steering your life toward it. How can you decide the future? Who are you to decide the unknown? How is it possible to fix the future? Future is that which has not known yet. Future is an open possibility. By fixing a destination, your future is no longer a future. Because it is no longer open. Now you have chosen one alternative out of many. Because when all the alternatives were open, it was future. Now all alternatives have been dropped. Only one alternative has been chosen. It is no longer future. It is your past. The past decides when you decide a destination. Your experience of the past, your knowledge of the past decides. You kill the future, then you go on repeating your own past. Maybe a little modified, a little changed here and there. According to your comfort, your convenience. Repainted, renovated, but still it comes out of the past. This is the way one loses track of future. By deciding a destination, one loses track of future. One becomes dead. One starts functioning like a mechanism. Direction is something alive, in the moment. It knows nothing of the future. It knows nothing of the past, but it throbs. It pulsates. But here and now, and out of the pulsating moment, the next moment is created. Not by any decision on your part, 
but just because you live this moment and you will live it so totally and you'll live this moment so wholly out of this wholeness the next moment is born it is going to have a direction that direction is not given by you it is not imposed by you it is spontaneous that's what the the bowels in india call saj manush the spontaneous man the spontaneous man is the way to the real man to the essence the essential man the god within you cannot decide direction you can only live with this moment that is available to you by living it direction arises if you dance the next moment is going to be of a deeper dance not that you decide but you simply dance the moment you have created a direction you are not manipulating it the next moment will be more full of dancing and still more full of st- still more will be following destination is fixed by the mind direction is earned by living destination is logical one wants to be a doctor one wants to be an engineer 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 one wants to be a scientist or one wants to be a politician one wants to be a rich man a famous man these are destinations direction one simply lives the moment in deep trust that life will decide one lives this moment so totally that out of this totality of freshness is born out of this totality the past dissolves and the future starts taking shape but this shape is not given by you this shape is earned by you one zen master rinzai was dying he was on the deathbed he was on his deathbed so an ass master people will ask after you're gone what was your essential teaching you have said many things you have talked about many things it will be difficult for us to condense it before you leave please you yourself condense it into a single sentence so we can treasure it and whenever people have not known your desire we can give them your essential teaching dying rinzai opened his eyes gave a great zen shout a lion's roar they were all shocked they couldn't believe that this dying man could have so much energy and they were not expecting it the man was unpredictable he had always been so but even with this unpredictable man they were not in a way expecting that dying at the last moment he would give such a lion's roar and when they were shocked and of course their minds stopped they were surprised taken back rinzai said this is it closed his eyes and died wow this is it this moment this silent moment this moment uncorrupted by thought this silence that was all around this surprise this last line's roar over death this is it yes direction comes out of living in this moment it is not something that you manage and plan it happens it's very subtle and you'll never be able to be certain about it you can only feel it that's why i say it's more like poetry and not prose more like love not logic more like art than science vague and that's its beauty hesitant and as hesitant as a dewdrop on a blade of grass slipping not knowing where not knowing why in the morning sun just slipping on a blade of grass direction is very subtle delicate fragile that's why everybody has a chosen destination so try society tries to fix a destination for you parents teachers culture religion government they all try to give you a fixed pattern on life they don't want you to become free left alone moving into the unknown but that's how they have created boredom if you know your future beforehand it's already boring if you know that you're going to be this it's already boring 
future should be a direction, not a destination. It should be more like nirvana. The word Buddha uses means all that you you know will not be there. That his definition of nirvana, all that you know will not be there. All that you have experienced will not be there. All that you are will not be there. Something totally new, something that you cannot understand because you don't have the language to understand it. You don't have the experience to understand it. Something absolutely new. It cannot be talked about. Nirvana is a direction. Ferdo and paradise. Mohammedan and Christian are destinations. Very clear-cut. The mediocre in mind demands clear-cut goals because he is so insecure. He cannot trust his own awareness, and he cannot trust his life. A mediocre mind is very afraid of discovery, and discovery is the greatest secret in life. To be ready to be surprised. To be always ready to be surprised means that one is innocent, trying to discover. And life, as such, you can go on discovering. The more you discover, the more you come to know, the much more is still left. It is a non-ending process. Direction is a non-ending process. Remember, it is a process. Movement, destination, is a dead thing. Oh, wow. Damn. Destination (laughs) Destination belongs to the ego. Direction belongs to life. To being. To move in the world of direction, one needs tremendous trust. Because one is moving in insecurity. One is moving in darkness. But the darkness has a thrill in it. Without any map. Without any guide. You are moving into the unknown. Each step is a discovery, and it is not only a discovery of the outside world. Simultaneously, something is discovered in you also. A discoverer not only discovers things as he goes on discovering more and more. Unknown worlds, he goes on discovering himself also. Simultaneously. Each discovery is also an inner discovery. The more you know, the more you know about the knower. The more you love, the more you know about the lover. I think, yeah, that speaks a lot to that quote I talked about earlier about uh, you don't think your way into new ways of living, you live your way into new ways of thinking. A discovery, it's easier to discover things in the outer in the outer kind of dimension and let that be a teacher for your inner self in a way. I'm not going to give you a destination. I can only give you a direction, a wake, throbbing with life, the unknown, Always surprising, unpredictable. I'm not going to give you a map. I can give you only a great passion to discover. Yes, a map is not needed. Great passion, great desire to discover is needed. Then I leave you alone. Then you go on your own. Move into the vast, into the infinite, and by and by learn to trust it. Leave yourself in the hands of life, because life is God. When Jesus says, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, he's saying this. A great trust, even if God brings death. There is nothing to be afraid of. It is who he is bringing death. So there must be a reason in it. There must be a hidden secret in it. There must be a teaching in it. He's opening a door. The man who trusts, the man who is religious, is thrilled even after the gate of death. He can give a lion's roar, even dying, because he knows nothing dies. 
At the very moment of death, he can say, this is it, because each moment, this is it. It may be life, it may be death, it may be success, it may be failure, it may be happiness, it may be unhappiness. Each moment, this is it. This is what I call the real prayer. And then you will have direction. You need not worry about it. You need not fix it. You can move with trust. What is trust? Is it a belief? No. Be oh, shoot. That's the end of um, the prologue, I think. This one is what is trust. Is it a belief? No. Because belief belongs to the mind. Trust is a rapport. Maybe, maybe I should review the last chapter or what I read. He talks a lot about direction versus um, destination. And I, yeah, I think uh, he talks about it. He puts it in a very eloquent way where destination is very fragile because it's very, it's so rigid. And things that are rigid, like glass, are often fragile. Because when they're broken, it's hard to, it's hard to put them back together. Direction is much more flexible and whatnot. You're texting me right now, so I might have to pause this. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to pause it there. Uh, that was the prologue. <sighs> Hopefully I'll get to reading more. Um, but you are texting me right now. Um, I Hopefully I'll get to more of this book later on. I've only gotten to read six of the pages, but... Maybe by the end of the year, I'll have read this whole book to you. So, thank you. I hope you enjoy your, your gift. Um, it's going to be a very long-lasting gift. Uh, I think I'm going to call it the Paisley Cast. Because that's what I've been calling it. But um, I love you. And thank you for everything that we've been through this year. That we've experienced together. And I love you with all my heart. And I will... Hopefully, see you in the next episode. Goodbye. I love you.